For over 50 years, people have relied on Village Green Apothecary to give them individualized nutrition, pharmacy, and healthy living products. Village Green provides you with the kind of personalized help and attention that mass market pharmacies have long ago forgotten. You can depend on us for knowledge, experience, product selection, customer service, and a smile. Visit Village Green in Bethesda at 5415 West Cedar Lane or call us at 301-530-0800 or go to our website at myvillagegreen.com. We're here to help you. Welcome listeners to the Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM brought to you by Village Green Apothecary located at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland. I'm Dana Lake, and I'm here every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Please tune in next Sunday. We always have interesting information and guests, and we talk about items that affect your health. We talk about the environment, diet, lifestyles. If you're concerned about it, we're covering it. So today, I'm going to be... Uh, talking to you about news you can use and also controversies. Uh, I think sometimes it's good to go back to basics. We do talk about so many interesting aspects of what's wrong in our environment, what's wrong in the diet, how we can change it. And our guests always give recommendations that when you've listened to the show, you can walk away from that show and make a change in your life. So I'm going to go back to some basics, and one of the most basic concepts is what I call a basic philosophy. Uh, The pebble in the lake, when you drop a pebble in a lake, the concentric circles reach the shore. And for most of medical and professional uh, medical history, we've been treating the circles once they reach the shore rather than looking for the pebble dropping. That's changed dramatically. And I can see that in my own career, which is almost 50 years. Uh, We have gotten around to the fact that there are tremendous changes that are occurring early on. So when that pebble drops, that's the beginning and that's what we look for. Biochemical individuality is another very important concept brought up by Roger Williams, and he was thought to be a heretic for coming up with this idea. His idea was that we are all uniquely different. While we are all human beings, we have a lot of differences, and I always thought that he was smart about this. We have differences in our fingerprints, and we now know, since we can... Uh, assess enzymes and enzyme functions, we don't have identical enzymes and enzyme functions. And our genes have many variants. So each one of us has differences in our genetic makeup. Another issue to cover is genetic potential. It varies. So one person's healthiest may be another person's sickest, if I can just use that word. And the health spectrum from disease to health varies. And in in the professions, you really need to qualify for a disease diagnosis by having maybe one, two, three, four, five uh, aspects of that disease. Then you get a title. But people are floating between disease and health quite often. And the body tries very hard to push us toward health. 
but our environment and lifestyles seem to push us the other way. The other concept is environmental modification of gene expression. It's when genetics meets the environment, we get epigenetics, which is gene expression changes. This is a very important concept. How we live, what our lifestyle is, our environment, our diet, water, exposures, toxins, stressors, all impact on us. And this is where the environment, which I just mentioned, affects genetics. So when we have a lot of negatives in our diet, lifestyle, environment, water, toxins, etc., when we have a lot of negatives, the negativity of the gene variants, the problematic gene variants, can express themselves and be a problem. And this is something we have control over. This was a finding. This term epigenetics means around the gene. Epigenetics was discovered in the mid-90s, and it was on a study that they found this. It was an NIH study on cancer, and they realized that genes are plastic. Gene variants are plastic. They may or may not cause a problem. They can be neutral, problematic, or helpful. And we have many gene variants, and that's what's exciting about the the whole genome study, we now understand what some of these gene variants can do and how they increase risk factors. So let's keep going on this conversation. We talked about the epigenetics. What kind of environmental risk factors do we have? Toxins, pollutants, smoking, and secondhand exposure, artificial additives, preservatives, coloring, flavors, And sedentary lifestyle and stress, poor diet and problematic water, allergens and intolerances, artificial light exposure, aging and free radical pathology, aluminum cookware and pesticides, medication and medication reactions. Now, while medications are helpful to us, we can have a number of reactions that may be problematic. And so in alternative, complementary functional medicine and functional nutrition, what we try to do is offset the negative side effects of medications that are needed by patients. And let's look at toxins. Uh, It's a bioaccumulation and persistence. So what happens is the larger fish are eating the smaller fish. And as it goes up the line, what ends up is a concentration of toxins in the big old fish. And those are the ones that are problematic. The bottom feeders are also problematic. Now, environmental risk factors. Let's, let's go into that. In the last hundred years, the modern, and I put that in, in, in quotes, the modern diet has seen an increase in refined foods, sugars, and the addition of artificial additives, sweeteners, coloring, preservatives, and toxic chemicals. We have GMOs, we have pesticides in our foods like glyphosate, and there are over 3,000 FDA-approved food additives, most of which were grandfathered in and not tested. And under the Toxic Substances Control Act, of 1976, 
84,000 man-made chemicals were uh, were found, and it's 62,000 that were grandfathered in. No testing. And testing is not required of the manufacturers. And that's interesting. If they test, they have to reveal. So the EPA has stated that only 200 of over 90,000 manufactured chemicals have been tested. That's appalling. Now, the good news is that after a decade of trying to get Congress to change this act, we finally have action trying to give the EPA more teeth, more, uh, more importance in regulating the toxins in our environment. Now, even when they're banned, they don't have legs and walk away. They're here. So the toxins that are in our bodies, in our environment, in our water, in our soil, in our diet, those toxins are not just going to fade away. But this is an important change, and I tend to be an optimist, and I'm excited that Congress has finally gone forward on making changes. Now, what are some of the toxins that threaten our health? Toxic metals like mercury, lead, cadmium, arsenic, aluminum, and even uh, forms of manganese. Fluoride can be a problem. We'll talk about that. DDT, also toluene, ethanol, polychlorinated biphenols, PCBs, and many, many more. Chronic stress is another issue. Stress aggravates all of our underlying problems. It it may not be so much as a direct cause as an indirect cause because stress increases stress hormones. It affects your brain, your sleep, uh, and it affects your health and your susceptibility to diseases. And the medication side effects are an issue. Antacids, for instance, block the absorption of most nutrients. And then we've got our hydrochlorothiazide diuretics, and they wash out many of our vitamins and minerals. So if those two are being taken, and they're very, very common medications, a person is not going to be absorbing and retaining the nutrients that they need. Beta blockers that are given for high blood pressure can increase fatigue, triglycerides, weight, uric acid, and glucose. And statins given for high cholesterol deplete one of the most, if not the most, important enzyme in our body, coenzyme Q10, which is in the mitochondria, the furnace of the cell that makes our electricity called ATP. And ATP is essential to every cell and essential to life itself. So if ATP production stops and cyanide does that instantly, that's it for that human being. It's like having the electricity to your house cut off instantly. You can't hire people to come in and change the lights that aren't working, the furnace that isn't working, the dishwasher that isn't working. Antibiotics and dysbiosis and obesity very interesting. When we disturb the healthy microbiome in our gut, we push ourselves toward depression, mood disorders, obesity, diabetes, and much, much more. Most people are not aware of how important this is. Annual causes of death, 
the medical profession through medical error and hospital error is the third largest cause of deaths in the United States. That's from the CDC, the National Center for Health Statistics, and uh, Journal of the American Medical Association. And what are the three preventable causes of death? Tobacco, poor diet, and inactivity, and alcohol. They are so important. The rest are less important, and I don't want to diminish them, but it's lifestyle choices here. Tobacco, poor diet, inactivity, and alcohol, all lifestyle choices. So we're going to continue this conversation in the next segment. And if you just tuned in with us, I'm Dana Lake, your host for the hour, and we're talking about news you can use. We're talking about controversies, and we'll continue that conversation. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back after this break. Solgar Number no. 7 can help you feel the difference. Solgar Number no. 7 actually shows improvement in joint comfort within seven days. Now you can start to get back on track fast and pursue the activities you love. Solgar Number no. 7 is a breakthrough in joint care with no glucosamine and no chondroitin. The advanced bioactives in Solgar Number no. 7 help to increase flexibility, mobility, and range of motion within seven days. One capsule once a day is all you need. When stiff joints occasionally say no, Solgar Number no. 7 says yes. Solgar Number no. 7. Available at Village Green Apothecary. New from Garden of Life, Kind Organics Whole Food Multivitamins. They are the only USDA certified organic, non-GMO verified whole food multivitamins available. They're gluten-free, certified vegan, and feature a patent-pending clean tablet technology. Kind Organics is super clean, untreated, unadulterated, and real whole food. Kind Organics Multivitamins from Garden of Life. Be kind to your body and the earth. Kind Organics, now available at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. Pure Defense with NAC offers a unique blend of hypoallergenic nutrients and herbal extracts designed to support overall immune defense and upper respiratory health. The product features Epicor fermentate, elderberry, and N-acetyl-L-cysteine, nutrients and flavonoids for enhancing first-line immune defense. Pure Defense with NAC can be found at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Staying mentally sharp means nourishing the mind as well as the body. That's why there's new Cognisure from Metagenics. Research shows that the active natural ingredient in Cognisure supports multiple mechanisms necessary for maintaining healthy cognition and a healthy brain as it ages. Cognisure is also so easy to take in delicious, chewable chocolate tablets. Have a clear and bright future by maintaining mental capacity with healthy habits and Cognisure. Remember Cognisure for healthy brain aging support. Available through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. Want to save money on vitamins, herbal remedies, and other health care needs? Then visit Village Green Apothecary during our big summer sale. Through July 14th, you can save big on vitamins, herbal remedies, and other nutritional products. Save 30% on our popular top quality pathway brand. Save 25% on other supplements. And save 20% on body care products. At Village Green, we have just what you need for a healthier lifestyle. Stop by Village Green Apothecary's big summer sale, 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland, or shop online at myvillagegreen.com. Welcome back, listeners, to the second segment of The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM. The show is brought to you by Village Green Apothecary, located at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland. I want to tell you about their their sale going on now through July 17th. 30% off Pathway Nutrition Products, 
25% off all other supplements and 20% off body care products. It's good to take take advantage and get to the sale. Okay, what we've been talking about today is news you can use, controversies, and we already went through the basics, and now we're going to get a little more specific. I mentioned uh, fluoride controversies, and I wanted to clarify that. This comes from the National Academy of Sciences, the CDC Institute of Medicine, the AAP, the American Academy of Pediatrics, and the ADA, American Dental Association. And what they found is that babies are have been fluoride overdosed from the intake of optimal levels. Enamel fluoride concentration has not been associated with reduced decay. Fluoride excess leads to increased tooth decay. So there's a very there is a an optimum dose, but that dose would vary for each person. Uh, Risk factors for fluorosis include fluoridated drinking water supplements and toothpaste, infant formulas containing fluoride before the age of six. Now, silicofluorides that are used to fluoridate 92% of water supplies have not been sufficiently tested. Now, that's important. We don't know if it's safe or not. And the fluoridated water increases the risks for lower IQ in children. That was an important finding. And bone cancer in adolescent males, it's uh, a leg bone cancer that increases with fluoridated water supplies. And suspected risks are genotoxicity, neurological, immune, reproductive, and endocrine. So they've been studying this. There have been lots of studies. There are lots of controversies going on. Uh, what do we know about the paradigm shifting? Well, the National Academy of Sciences, the AAP and ADA, Health and Human Services, Public Health Service, and the EPA have been working to reduce the level of fluoride in public waters and to not provide fluoride drops to infants up until two years of age. And that seems, that seems to change. Now, the EPA proposed to limit the exposure to fluoride by lowering current legal fluoride caps in tap water, which is now 0.7 and was 2.0 to 4.0. And you're not hearing about the problems with fluoride. They just say we, we want optimal levels. You have to look real hard to find out that there's been a move by all of these organizations, the Health and Human Services and the Public Health Department, to reduce by 40% the fluoride in public water. So now that we've looked at this more seriously, we can see the long-term effects of excess fluoridation. And dental sealants can be an issue. We've always talked about mercury exposure from amalgams. It is simply inexplicable that we've allowed mercury, which outgasses in the mouth and settles in the tissues, including the the mercury getting into the thyroid gland. It is unbelievable that we're still allowing mercury amalgams. I will say that the use of amalgams is diminishing and we have a lot of new 
kinds of sealants and restorations. Some of those have bisphenol A, and we've talked about that in plastics. Uh, if you want to get dental work done in the modern way, you want a biologic dentist, holistic dentist, mimetic dentist. You want a dentist that's trained in safer ways of restoring teeth and unusual and safe ways of keeping teeth. Now, let's go into diet. One of my pet peeves is when someone advocates one diet for all people on earth. If you look at modern and ancient civilizations, we can know what people ate. It's very interesting. We can know it. If there's hair samples left, we can look at that. There, there's testing that we can do on bones, and we can know how people ate. So what's the right diet? It depends upon the individual, genetics, your family history, ethnicity and culture, your age, gender and stage of life, health status, diet, quality, food reactions, lifestyle, stress and sleep. So when we look at diets, we try to individualize and we can't always tell someone may have features of their African-American mother and more genetics from their European father. And so we, we don't know what's going to be the best diet for somebody who has, who's interracial, uh, ethnic, multi-ethnic. It's very hard to figure that out. So what do we do about that? Well, we look at the individual. We can look at gene variants. We can even look at blood type. And we can look at how the person has progressed on the diet they're on. Now, many people will try a diet. They might grab the book that's high-protein high or one that's high-carbo, high-fiber, low-fat. There's so many out there. And what's amazed me with patients is that even if they feel poorly on the diet, lack energy, and are having side effects, they stick with it because the book said... You have to keep going. And I, I always say, if your car couldn't be repaired and you took it to many repair shops, you would keep going till you found the right repair shop. And so I think it's important to understand the variety of diets that are out there. And then when you try a change in diet, stick with that diet for a week to a month. Then you can start observing, do you have more energy? Are you sleeping better? Are you uh, more alert? Are you smarter? Or are you having more problems and you're tired and fatigued and you need to keep those records? So definitions. Undernutrition is too little food, and that's not prevalent in this culture. Malnutrition is poor quality food, and that's prevalent. Diet is what is consumed, and nutrition is what the cells get from that. So think about that. Cellular nutritional status is affected by digestion. You have to digest foods to smaller portions so that they can be absorbed, smaller molecules. Transport, cellular uptake, and then cellular utilization and interactions among foods, nutrients, herbs, and medicines. So if you're taking in a really good diet, but you're on an antacid and a diuretic, you're not going to get all the good nutrition from that diet. 
And the essential nutrients we need mean that we have to eat them. We have to consume them. Your bank account is not going to increase unless you put money in the bank account. And I look at nutrients as the nutrient bank accounts. Your body has a bank account of nutrients. So when you consume a food, if you need more of a specific nutrient, you will absorb more and retain more. As your stores or the bank account of nutrients improve, you will absorb less and retain less. This is why it is very difficult to achieve toxicity with nutrient intakes. Now, there are disease conditions that people will retain more iron, uh, hemochromatosis, that's called. But we're talking about most of the public. And you can certainly have testing to find out what your nutritional status is. Now, our diets are too glycemic. They raise sugar too quickly. And what is glycemic? It's not just sugars and juices. It is also all of our carbos through refined grains. And this is what the government recommended as the base of that pyramid. Refined grains, cereal, breads, pasta, crackers, pretzels. They raise blood sugar higher than a teaspoon of sugar. And what do they cause? They deplete zinc. Zinc's part of the insulin molecule. So you use up your zinc by making and releasing more insulin. And this is why what we've seen is an increase in type 2 diabetes among individuals who have high sugar diets. And that's really been a Western culture issue. And zinc deficiency in children leads to those picky appetites and craving for white foods, food aversions and dislikes, especially for vegetables and proteins, except for milk products and for some, even a dislike for fruits. What do we get? Poor muscle tone, growth and language delays, poor brain pruning and function, and accumulation of toxic metals because zinc is important for growth hormone. We've talked about partially hydrogenated oils, trans fatty acids are the worst thing ever introduced into the diets of humans. And this happened around the 30s and 40s. And by the 60s, we knew it was problematic because they can cause infertility and fetal complications, including higher fetal death rates. Inferior breast milk quality, cardiovascular disease. In fact, when Denmark banned hydrogenated oils, trans fatty acids, in 2004, the next 10 years they witnessed a 75% reduction in heart, cardiac heart attack rates. Can you imagine that if you had a medication that would do that kind of reduction, you would be a multimillionaire. And this was just from removing hydrogenated oils. And what happened is we got rid of butter, lard, and eggs, and then we increased trans fatty acids margarines. And that's when heart attacks, cardiovascular disease took off. And the egg is good. So what we're going to talk about in the next segment is the changes that the Institute of Medicine finally initiated with regard to dietary intakes. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right after this brief break. 
Mega Food Premium Whole Food Supplements are the only supplements crafted from scratch with farm fresh whole foods to deliver nourishment the way nature intended. Mega Food believes Mother Nature knows best. They select only fresh whole food, harvested at the peak of ripeness, handle it gently and with care to deliver its vital essence to you in every bottle. Mega Food, from farm to tablet. Our name is our promise. For more information, visit us online at megafood.com. Hi, I'm Gail Isaacson, owner of Village Green Apothecary, where we've been specializing in meeting your unique healthcare needs for over 50 years. Our passion is helping you to get to your root cause of health conditions. At Village Green Apothecary, our expert team of pharmacists and clinical nutritionists offer guidance on diet, nutrients, and pharmaceuticals to empower you with personalized recommendations just for you. Plus, we offer lab testing and nutritional consultations to optimize your health plan. Visit Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda or online at myvillagegreen.com. All over the world, people are beginning to discover fish oil is one of the best secrets for unlocking great health. Thousands of studies have shown the amazing effects of these powerful omega-3s for heart health. Plus, fish oils have even been shown to balance moods and lessen anxiety. With exceptional taste, unrivaled freshness, and unsurpassed purity, Nordic Naturals is the easy way to get your omega-3s every day. To learn more, visit Village Green Apothecary or visit NordicNaturals.com. Nordic Naturals, committed to the planet, committed to pure and great-tasting omega oils. The brain requires nutrition just like the rest of the body. And this is where Gero Formula's Neuro Optimizer comes to the rescue. Neuro Optimizer is a concentrated source of nutrients needed for memory, mood, concentration, and focus. Neuro Optimizer supplies the building blocks for neurotransmitters, the chemicals that allow cells in the brain to communicate and to file away memories. Neuro Optimizer is the nutritional answer to the brain's needs. To learn more about formulas, visit Gero.com. Gero Formulas, available at Village Green Apothecary. Want to save money on vitamins, herbal remedies, and other health care needs? Then visit Village Green Apothecary during our big summer sale. Through July 14th, you can save big on vitamins, herbal remedies, and other nutritional products. Save 30% on our popular top quality pathway brand. Save 25% on other supplements. And save 20% on body care products. At Village Green, we have just what you need for a healthier lifestyle. Stop by Village Green Apothecary's big summer sale, 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland, or shop online at myvillagegreen.com. Welcome back, listeners, to the third segment of The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary. I'm Dana Lake, and I'm your host for the hour. This is a reminder that we're here every Sunday morning at 10 AM. Please tune in next week for more information on healthy living. Now, today we're talking about news you can use and controversies, and we've covered a lot of basics. We've covered the environment, and we've talked about environmental modification of gene expression. It's what you come into the world with and what you do to that. And it begins with the womb and environment. So if a mother is drinking alcohol, caffeine, and smoking, that is going to negatively inter- interfere with and influence fetal development. So now we want to keep going on this conversation that we've been having and some of the changes. Uh, What I'd like to do is cover, first of all, cholesterol facts. Cholesterol is not the enemy. We make cholesterol for a reason. If we had zero cholesterol, we would be the structure of water. We would lack membranes. Cholesterol is 
part of the membrane support system. It's the bricks in the cell membrane. And this is why when statins were first put out in high dose, it weakened cell membranes and it caused retinal bleeds and other kinds of problems. And when the tissues broke down, the kidneys uh, experienced the damage and it caused death. So the statins that we have now certainly are not that powerful, but they still have an influence. Cholesterol is, is interesting. It's an antioxidant made by the liver over 1,000 milligrams a day. So if you don't eat it, then you'll make more. If you eat it, you make less. It's an important component, as I said, of the cell membranes, and 65% of the dry weight of the brain is cholesterol. It's important in nerve sheaths and the lining of the GI tract. It's the precursor to hormones, steroid and reproductive. It's cholesterol. That last part, sterol, it, it is the precursor for your natural steroids. It's needed for serotonin function. And this is interesting because one of the side effects of, of taking an anti-cholesterol medication has been an increase in suicide and accidents, and they think some of the accidents are hidden suicides. Well, now that we know cholesterol is essential for serotonin function, we can understand that that neurotransmitter being diminished by an anti-cholesterol medication can lead someone to mood disorders. It's a repair substance, and it doesn't cause heart disease. It does not attack vessels. It responds to vessel injury as a Band-Aid. Let me explain this. If I have a large tabletop and I put one half of a Velcro, Velcro strip on that table and I take the other half and try to make it adhere to the rest of the table, it won't. But when it gets to the Velcro strip, it connects. So what happens is that there's injury to the vessel, and this is only in the arteries, not in the veins. There is injury to the vessel that can be caused by age, diet, stress, medications, lack of B vitamins, high blood pressure, um, genetics. We can keep going. The injury is the issue, and cholesterol responds like a smoke alarm is responding to fire. It's not causing it. The association is not causative. And I've been saying this for my entire career, and I'm glad to see that the Inst Institute of Medicine has finally said the studies were wrong. And I find that interesting. Uh, the cholesterol foods are not the problem. Cholesterol is not a dietary concern in the diet. I'm repeating that. It's not a concern there's insufficient evidence. And it's interesting that the, the caveat against cholesterol that we've been living with came from studies that were in, the, the studies were not showing all the data. What happened is you don't have researchers that have evil intent. They had a narrative that they believed that high cholesterol and high fats caused heart disease. And all fats were lumped in to, 
to fats being bad. So what happened is they didn't include the data that went against that narrative. And what we've experienced in the United States with the changes that were made, and I mentioned this earlier, that we went from butter, lard, and eggs to trans fatty acids, and that's when heart disease took off. And so the Institute of Medicine is saying that the current scientific evidence contradicts the outdated faulty studies, and the culprits are refined carbohydrates and sugar, not all fats and cholesterol. That is an important statement. And that's based on current studies. Um, I, I, found, I find it odd that it takes 50 years to get rid of hydrogenated oils in the country that had the University of Maryland, uh, their biochemistry department, was the leading research unit in the world on trans fatty acids, yet ignored by those local uh, alphabets the USDA, the FDA, the NIH, the American Heart Association, American Dietetic Association, all went on board with the industry that led the parade and said, these, these oils are healthy. Trans fatty acids are mutant plastic fatty acids, and they also cause damage in the brain. And they've been associated with the increase in autism. There's not one cause for autism. We've talked about autism on this show a lot. But trans fatty acids certainly contribute to problematic brain structure and function. So let's, let's talk about what we should be doing. Uh, I, I want to tell you what the government finally came up with with regard to fats, butter, eggs, and salt, they're back. The studies were faulty. The advice was wrong. And this is according to the USDA scientific report of the 2015 Dietary Guidelines Advisory Committee. And sugar is the problem. Salt is a nutrient. It's regulated. If you consume more, you get and you consume too much, you get rid of it through the urine. If you consume too little, you retain more. And people that have been going on low salt diets without a medical reason for that, uh, they've done. They can do harm. And when sodium gets too low, it can cause a stroke. And so what the the <coughs> the government's now saying is, hey, you don't have to go salt low. Just go by your taste. Your body tells you. You don't set an alarm to drink water. Your body tells you when you're thirsty and you go and drink water. It will tell you if you need more salt or not by your own taste. So this this I've been waiting for for a long time. And it's very interesting that low salt is not the main cause of high blood pressure. Now, having said that, there are people who have certain medical conditions that render them intolerant to salt, and they must avoid it or certainly reduce it. So the human diet varies among cultures, and I mentioned that in the first segment that we did. 
Protein is a choice of animal and or plant sources. Fats are the choice of animal and or plant sources. And carbohydrates are plant source choices for energy and fiber. So these are the, these are the true food groups. Humans need protein, fats, and carbohydrates, but it varies significantly. For example, the fat intake of natural diets, natural cultures throughout the world, ranges from 10% fat in African countries, in certain African countries, to 75% among Inuit people in, and Eskimos. So this is very important to look at, that we've got this huge range of fat intake naturally. Now, in cold climates, the fat is your insulation, and so people need more body fat. They don't have higher heart attacks. That's very important to remember. Fiber ranges from very low to very high, again, in natural diets. And protein can vary as well, maybe not as much as the other. But protein intake is, there's definitely a bottom line of 40 grams per day to 60 grams per day. But it can be much higher depending on the culture that you're looking at. So the food groups, proteins, animal sources, seafood, meats, poultry, eggs, and milk products as tolerated. Plant source protein, also fiber source, beans, nuts, and seeds. Fats. We make saturated fats. Uh, fatty acids, but we also can take them in. They're not the enemy. Unsaturated fatty acids like monounsaturates, what we call the Mediterranean oils, olive, avocado, and almond, we do make those, but we can take them in. They're very healthy. In the polyunsaturates, omega-6 is too high. That's vegetables and their oils, especially corn oils. The increase in omega-6 fatty acids increases inflammation if omega-3 fatty acids are not included at a proper ratio. We get omega-3s from seafood, fish, fish oils, algae, and beans, nuts, and seeds, which I mentioned as protein sources. And carbohydrates are fiber sources, vegetables, fruits, and grains. But we're talking about whole grains like real oatmeal, cooked oatmeal, beans, nuts, and seeds. So we've got lots of plant sources for fiber and omega-3s and protein. Those are the three, cho- the three food categories of protein, fat, and carbohydrate. We will continue this conversation in the next segment. Hang in with us, folks. We'll be right back after this brief break. Solgar Number 7 can help you feel the difference. Solgar Number 7 actually shows improvement in joint comfort within seven days. Now you can start to get back on track fast and pursue the activities you love. Solgar Number 7 is a breakthrough in joint care with no glucosamine and no chondroitin. The advanced bioactives in Solgar Number 7 help to increase flexibility, mobility, and range of motion within seven days. One capsule once a day is all you need. When stiff joints occasionally say no, Solgar Solgar number seven says yes. Solgar number seven, available at Village Green Apothecary. 
New from Garden of Life, Kind Organics Multivitamins. That's right, certified organic. Made with the highest quality standards. Uncooked, untreated, unadulterated, non-GMO certified, vegan, and gluten-free. Kind Organics Multivitamins from Garden of Life. Be kind to your body and the earth. Kind Organics. Now available at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. Pure Defense with NAC offers a unique blend of hypoallergenic nutrients and herbal extracts designed to support overall immune defense and upper respiratory health. The product features Epicor fermentate, elderberry, and N-acetyl L-cysteine, nutrients and flavonoids for enhancing first-line immune defense. Pure Defense with NAC can be found at Village Green Apothecary and online at myvillagegreen.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Some things are hard to stomach, and life doesn't stop for occasional immune challenges or intestinal distress. ProBalarti from Metagenics offers a new targeted probiotic approach for intestinal support. Help maintain control while traveling or as a follow-up to antibiotic therapy to support intestinal flora for healthy intestinal function. ProBalarti provides ID-certified probiotic strains suggested by research to enhance certain aspects of immune function in addition to promoting a healthy balance of intestinal microflora. ProBalarti is the go-to probiotic for patients on the go. Get it today. Available through your healthcare professional and Village Green Apothecary. Have you ever wondered why the cold and flu season occurs in the fall and winter months? One theory is because of a decrease in sun exposure, our bodies don't make enough vitamin D, which is essential to proper immune function. That's why medical experts recommend supplementing with vitamin D. Thorne Research's vitamin D products are made from pure vitamin D with no preservatives or unnecessary ingredients added. Support your immune system with Thorne's vitamin D1000 and D5000. These and other immune-supporting formulas are always available at Village Green. Welcome back, listeners, to today's final segment of The Essentials of Healthy Living on 1500 AM, brought to you by Village Green Apothecary at 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda. Now, I'm Dana Lake, and I'm your host for the hour, and we've been talking about controversies and news that you can use. I do want to also remind you that you can contact IQUHealth.com. That's IQYOUHealth.com. This is a Village Green resource, and it's for the evaluation of your unique biochemistry via laboratory findings, genomics, and your lifestyle habits and exposures. The term used is epibiogenetics, and I think that covers it, epibiogenetics. The information provided is a blueprint of your current health issues and your predispositions. Findings and recommendations can be shared with your health care providers. And I'm going to remind you that's IQYOUHealth.com, a very exciting new tool from Village Green. Now, I want to remind you that we're here every Sunday morning at 10 a.m., and we always try to provide a lot of interesting information for you. Now, let's go back. We were talking about diets, and I want to talk about the human diet and how it varies among cultures. We talked about the fact that humans require protein, fats, and carbohydrates. Now, those choices are animal and plant source protein, animal and plant source fats, and carbohydrates, which are plant sources, and they provide energy and fiber. 
So we're omnivores for a variety of animal and plant source foods. And what's interesting is we've got canines. That's for tearing into animal source. And we've got the grinders in the back, the molars for grains, legumes, nuts and seeds, etc. Now, vegetarian excludes meats and animal slaughter byproducts. And it includes grains. And it includes, let's go into the type of vegetarianism. Lacto-vegetarian means that there is the addition of animal milk products. Ovo-lacto-vegetarian means there are milk products and eggs. Pesca-vegetarian means that they allow for fish consumption. And flexitarian means that they float between vegetarian and some of the others. And we also have pegan, which is a combination of paleo and vegan. And we do have vegan diets where there are no animal sources, and we do have to supplement wisely with B12, iron, zinc, vitamin D, and calcium. And then raw vegan diets tend to be low in protein, calories, and some many of the nutrients. And they are usually, the raw vegan diet is usually used as a detox. It's not really a long-term diet. So what are the basic avoids? Artificial everything. Anything that's not organic. Artificial sweeteners, additives, colors, flavors, preservatives, and toxins. High fructose corn syrup and agave because unless it's guaranteed to be organic, it's going to be more like high, high fructose corn syrup. Diet and regular sodas and juice drinks. Now, diet sodas are a problem. They increase weight because they slow down metabolism. They increase calorie consumption. And they increase diabetes more than a regular soda does. And I didn't believe it until I looked at the studies. Hydrogenated oils. We talked about trans fatty acids, mutant plastic fatty acids, The government finally banned them, and we no longer have hydrogenated oils permitted in this country. And the government has announced that they expect to see a drop of 7,000 cardiac deaths a year, meaning that people are not going to have, as many people are not going to die from heart attacks. All deep-fried foods are avoids. Sugar and caffeine, refined grains, processed foods, And craved foods, and I'll make an exception there, if you're craving salt, you should consume it. That is the one craving that is giving you the truth. Any food that is a problem. So even if a food is a healthy food and somebody says, eat that food, and you eat it and you have problems, then you avoid it. It's really simple. Uh, If it does not grow, do not eat it. So we want nutrient dense, eco-friendly, pasture-fed, grass-fed animals, eggs, seafood, meat, and poultry, beans, nuts, and seeds, homemade bone broth from pastured animals, vegetables and fruits, fermented vegetables, fruits, and beverages. What do we get from that? We get the microbiome. We feed the microbiome with the, the good flora. And whole ancient grains that are soaked, sprouted, and fermented. A2 milk sources, as tolerated, A1 milk, 
are the industrial cows. A2 is from the small farms, and they're the different cows, and the milk is actually different. That's why we call it A2 milk sources, and many people don't have reactions to it. So if you have a reaction to the regular milk, the A1 milk, you might want to try the A2 milk. Celtic sea salt, filtered water, raw vegetable juices, and the good fats and oils, extra virgin olive oil, avocado and avocado oil, almond oil, butter, animal fats, coconut oil, and sesame and flaxseed oils. Now, people are surprised that we say animal fats, but that's been a part of the human diet since humans have been on this earth. And then natural sweeteners, we want to limit them, but honey, especially local honey, maple syrup, natural juices, so you can flavor a water or an herb tea with some natural juice, and stevia organic only. So let's talk a little bit more about protein and serving sizes. So your palm is your serving size of protein for an adult It's about three to four ounces of meat or 25 uh, to more than 30 grams of protein. An adult male should be getting more than 70, 75 grams or more a day. A female, 60 grams or more a day. Now, three ounces of cheese or a third of a cup of Greek yogurt is also a serving. And two large eggs is another serving. And egg whites are the best protein. And that's what we should be choosing healthy eggs, the whole egg. The yolk is important for brain development in infants, and it's important for retaining a healthy brain in adults. Now, uh, when we look at nuts and seeds, one cupped palm for nuts and seeds is a serving, and two cupped palms for beans. That's just to allow you to kind of eyeball what you're eating, and no, I do provide breakdowns that are very exacting of serving, serving sizes. So we find eight grams of protein is found in one ounce of seafood, meat, poultry, and cheese, one large egg, a half a cup of beans or hummus, a fourth of a cup of nuts and seeds, two tablespoons of a nut butter, a third of a cup of Greek yogurt or cottage cheese, and one cup of milk. And I don't advocate drinking milk. The lactose in there is is milk sugar. I think people are far better off with the fermented milk products. Now, I want to talk about recyclable closed containment aquaculture systems. This is brand new to, I would say, in the last 10 years, but it is quite new. And it's a way of raising non-polluted fish in gigantic land-based, closed-containment, eco-friendly aquariums. So these aquariums are the size of houses or large buildings. The water is 99% recycled and filtered to remove residual waste, which can be used as fertilizer. And they're producing food size Atlantic salmon, rainbow trout, sturgeon, and their caviar, pike, perch, catfish, tilapia, and many others. See the aquaculture research at the Conservation Fund uh, in, in Freshwater Institute. 
Now, seafood that comes from open waters. See the Environmental Working Group information on toxins in seafood because just fencing them in does not take away the toxins that are in the water. So we also want to avoid the food, the seafood that has high toxins in it if you're not using what are called RAS technologies, recyclable aquatic system technologies. So you just want to avoid the big old fish. And there's a long list. The Environmental Working Group is very good about this. Now, seafood tips. If you're unable to get the RAS technologies, avoid the more contaminated seafood and consume the safer choices. Eat food caught away from major cities, away from major cities. Why? Because there's less pollution. Buy the whole fish and ask to have it filleted. The sick fish are not displayed. They're used in fish products, fish sticks, and may be cut up as fillets. The flesh should be moist, shiny, and feel slightly springy. Gills should be red. Check the eyes of the fish. They should be bright, not dull, discolored, or cloudy. And fish should not smell very fishy or strong or sour. And keep mussels, clams, oysters, and shellfish alive. If dead, do not consume them. Store in the refrigerator, cook and eat, or freeze immediately. Do not consume organs or crab <coughs> mustard, which those have high toxin content. So I've given you a lot of hints. Use healthy smoothies. Go organic, go organic, go organic. Then you don't have to read the labels. And eat healthfully. This is Dana Lake and Village Green thanking you for joining us. And I want to remind you, it's not the number of breaths you take. It's the moments that take your breath away. This is Dana Lake and Village Green wishing each and every one of you good health and a breathtaking day. Did you know at Village Green Apothecary, we offer everyday savings on top quality nutritional supplements, including herbs and homeopathic remedies, plus personal care products and more. That's right. In addition to our big sales events, you can save up to 20% on most everything you need for a healthier lifestyle today and every day. At Village Green, we care about our customers. We've been providing the best nutrition and healthy living products for over 50 years. Stop by Village Green Apothecary in Bethesda at 5450. West Cedar Lane or visit our website at myvillagegreen.com. Want to save money on vitamins, herbal remedies, and other health care needs? Then visit Village Green Apothecary during our big summer sale. Through July 14th, you can save big on vitamins, herbal remedies, and other nutritional products. Save 30% on our popular top quality pathway brand. Save 25% on other supplements and save 20% on body care products. At Village Green, we have just what you need for a healthier lifestyle. Stop by Village Green Apothecary's big summer sale, 5415 West Cedar Lane in Bethesda, Maryland, or shop online at myvillagegreen.com.